Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beth Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, up-level your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Feminine Fire podcast. So happy, as always, to be here with you. Today's episode is a special one because it's my birthday this week. Yes, it is. (laughs) I'm turning 32 and this month, the month of March, the best month of the year is also my business birthday. And this year, the business is turning seven. Can you believe it? I can't. (laughs) So today's episode is a special one to celebrate my actual birthday and my business birthday. I'm sharing some reflections from seven years in business and 32 years on earth. This is going to be a pretty raw and personal episode, to be honest. As I was writing my notes, I essentially channeled a bunch of stories and anecdotes and reflections that really wanted to come through for today. So it's a bit less structured than usual. I have gone through and kind of pulled out the key threads or takeaway messages for you. And when I went through the notes, I have seven reflections for you, seven reflections for seven years in business. And I know and trust that these will land for exactly who they need to land for today. Now, every year around my birthday, I get pretty reflective. I think about what I've achieved over the last year, how life has changed, how I've changed. And often it extends beyond that. I reflect back on what I wanted for my life when I was young, where I thought I'd be and what I'd be doing by this time in my life. And funnily enough, spiritual business coach was not exactly on my radar. (laughs) Way back when, you know, we're talking when I was nine or 10 years old, little Beck, way back in primary school, what I wanted to be when I grew up was, drumroll please, in the Air Force. I wanted to be in the Air Force and the job that I wanted changed over time, but I stayed pretty consistent with the Air Force thing all the way through high school. First, I wanted to be a pilot, then I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I wanted to be a doctor, a medical doctor. And that's where I kind of landed as a teenager from at least the age of 13 or 14. I wanted to be a doctor and that's what I worked my way towards during high school. I worked really, really hard. I studied science and maths and all of the things that I have no idea about anymore. And I was eventually accepted into uni for medical science as a precursor to studying medicine later on. Now, spoiler alert that didn't eventuate. After I finished school, I took a gap year, I went traveling and I realized when I got home and I was preparing to start uni that I was really not looking forward to the next seven years of study, at least at a minimum. And then a career of shift work and being on call, you know, it all suddenly felt very, very daunting and not at all what I wanted for my life. It's almost laughable now (laughs) when I think about what's most important to me 
in this season and how I've built and structured my business to give me the most flexibility and flow possible, I definitely would not have been suited to life as a doctor. And thank goodness I made that call way back then before starting uni. And I remember making that decision. It's something that I've often reflected on because changing my mind about it was just something that I never thought I'd do. Being a doctor was something I wanted to do for what felt like a really, really long time at that point, like forever, all the way through high school. It's what I wanted to do. I was loud and proud about it. It was something that I felt really connected to, something that in many ways had formed my identity. You know, I remember thinking, who was I if I wanted to do something different with my life? And it actually wasn't until chatting with my parents about how I really wasn't looking forward to studying for that long and going into the field of medicine. They said to me, you know, you don't have to become a doctor if you don't want to. And it was one of the most profound light bulb moments I have ever had. Reflecting back now, it's like, of course I didn't have to do that, but it was a decision that I'd made so early on in my life, changing it hadn't actually even occurred to me. Like I wasn't even entertaining that as an option, even though I wasn't looking forward to it. So I'm very grateful to my parents for giving me that nudge to consider my options to help me see that I could in fact change my mind. It's something that I've always carried with me from that point forward, the permission to change my mind if things aren't feeling right or aligned as they once were, to trust my gut and follow my intuition even when it doesn't make sense. So that's reflection number one that I wanna share with you. It's okay to change your mind It's okay to change your life direction, your business direction, if things aren't feeling aligned. And something that I learned very early on is that people often live bland as fuck lives. They stay in jobs they hate. They stay in relationships that go stale or are just downright toxic. They don't do things they really want to do because they're worried about what people will think. It is one of the reasons why I became a spiritual life coach, because I just don't want people to feel like that's their only option. I made the decision very young that I just don't want to live like that. It might be my Aquarius rising and airy sun showing, but I've always wanted to do fun and interesting shit with my life. I always joke that I want to be an eccentric old lady. That is my life goal. I want to be weird and wacky and live a life that I'm proud of. No regrets. I don't want to look back and go, I wish I had more fun. I want to look back and go, fuck, I had so much fun. I loved hard. I lived with so much joy and passion and I'm just so damn proud of it all. I just have zero interest in holding myself back because I'm worried about what other people might think or this is what everyone else is doing. So reflection number two for you is that life is too short. Life is too short to hold yourself back because you're worried about what other people will think. Go out there and live your life exactly the way you want to live it. One of my favorite quotes that I've always loved, and I remember buying a poster with this written on it when I was a teenager, is dream as if you'll live forever, live as if you'll die today. It's a James Dean quote, and I just love it. Have big dreams, but go out there and live your life hard. Don't wait. Don't wait. 
Dream as if you'll live forever, live as if you'll die today. Now, I want to tell you a little story, something that you might not know about me. And just to continue on the Air Force theme for a moment (laughs) is that I was an Air Force cadet when I was in high school. I thought I've always wanted to be in the Air Force. Maybe this will give me a little taste of it. And gosh, I am glad I did it. It was so fun. I learned heaps about planes. I got to do some really cool shit like flying a big C-17 cargo plane. I made heaps of friends and it ultimately helped me realize that no, I did not want to join the Air Force. But the reason I'm telling you this is not to brag about doing cool shit as a teenager, but because at the time, and this will maybe surprise you, but probably not, being a cadet wasn't really the cool thing to do in high school. It definitely was not seen as something all the cool kids did. But at that time, I was so done with trying to do the cool thing, with trying to keep up. I remember in year eight, I was offered the opportunity to go on forensic science camp and I turned it down because science camp wasn't cool and I wanted to be cool. Like what year eight kid doesn't want to be cool. And then when one of my friends came back and she told me all about it, I was so envious because it sounded so fun. It was forensic science camp, so they got to solve a fake murder mystery and do all of the forensic science around that. It sounded amazing, and I decided after missing out on that because I wanted to be cool, that I wasn't going to let what other people think stop me from doing fun shit anymore. So off I go to cadets, and my first night there, I recognize another girl from my school bus. She goes to a different school, and she's in the year above me, but we get to talking, and she's excited I'm there, and she tells me, this is really awesome, but please don't tell anyone on the bus. I don't want them to make fun of me. And I was like, okay. But of course, I wasn't going to let that stop me from talking about it. So there I am the next week on the day that I've got cadets telling everyone on the bus in my loud, obnoxious voice. (laughs) Yes, I was one of those kids at school. I was telling everyone that I've got cadets on tonight and we get to do all this cool shit and we're having this really lively conversation about how it all works and what I have to wear and how I'm learning to march and all of this. And she's just sitting there quietly astonished because everyone shared in my enthusiasm for it or at least didn't tease me about it. And here's the thing and the reason that I'm telling you this story. If you're okay with it, truly okay with it, everyone else will be too. And if they're not, it doesn't matter because you're truly okay with it anyway. And I have to credit my mum for this one. This is something that she taught me and something that I will often share with clients who are coming out of the broom closet for the first time and sharing their spirituality and sharing their business. If you're okay with it, everyone else will be too. Confidence is everything. Self-belief is everything. This has served me so well in both life and business, and I'm so grateful that it's something that I learned early on. I am sneaking in real quick and interrupting this episode to let you know that I am currently filling spots for the next round of the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind. This is my six-month mastermind for spiritual women who are ready to scale their businesses and grow to consistent 10K months while staying grounded in their values, spirituality, and purpose. If you're a spiritual business owner wanting to build an abundant and profitable business in 2023, then I would absolutely love to support you. The next round kicks off in April and applications are now open. 
This is an intimate mastermind with lots of one-to-one support with me, so spaces are limited. To find out more and apply, head on over to betcazillo.com forward slash mistressmind. I can't wait to support you to build the business of your dreams. But for now, let's get back to the episode. All right, so running my own business clearly wasn't in the life plan back then, even after I switched degrees. So I ditched medical science and I then went on to study international development, which I really loved. That took me to Fiji where I did an internship. And then from there, I ended up back home in Canberra working in the community sector for a local youth advocacy organization. And I loved that job. But reflecting back on it now, there were lots of signs pointing me in the direction of entrepreneurship and the spiritual industry. You know, having a mum in the industry meant that I spent a lot of time with spiritual business owners. I used to help her out at expos. I'd go to her events. I knew a lot of people in the industry. I also sold crystal jewelry at markets for a bit while I was at uni. So that was my first ever business. I got my diploma of interior design while I was working. And, you know, I did play with the idea of what that might look like. But despite all of those signs, I was still very much in denial. I remember having a conversation with the organizers of one of those spiritual expos where he was like, one day you'll be doing this yourself. And I was like, nah, 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 not my thing. This is mum's thing. I've got other plans. Apparently the universe did not agree. I first started my business as a creative outlet. So while I was working in my day job, I needed something creative. Being in the community sector, advocating on youth issues, things like homelessness, youth justice, equity and education, really big, challenging society level issues. It was challenging both mentally and emotionally, and I wanted something light and fun and creative to do on the side. So I started making candles. And then when I made and released my first goddess candle, mum and I ran a goddess workshop to celebrate. One thing led to another. And when I realized the incredible power of bringing women together in sacred space to do the deep inner work, something inside me clicked. I knew this was what I wanted to do. So I trained as a Reiki master and an NLP practitioner and coach, and I started offering one-to-one spiritual life coaching. And down the garden path I went. What started happening with some of my clients as they started their own healing journey is that they realized they wanted to create a business themselves and they wanted my support to do so. And that's when I started business coaching. One thing has always, always led to another. That has been a big lesson for me. And reflection number four is to trust and follow those breadcrumbs. Very rarely will the path be all laid out for you in a very linear way. Your intuition will often guide you to just that one next step. And it's up to you to trust that step, even if you can't see the whole path laid out. Allow things to unfold naturally. Follow your intuition. I think something that trips up so many spiritual business owners is wanting to get things perfect from the get-go, to know exactly what your business model and your offers are going to look like from the very beginning. Things evolve and change, and that's okay. In fact, thank goodness they do. There have been many iterations, many draft copies, many evolutions before you see what my business is today. And I know that things won't always look the same as they do now. I'm constantly making tweaks and changes, improving things bit by bit. 
Something that I've learned in business is that done is better than perfect. And there's always the opportunity to tweak and change as you go. So that's reflection number five. Your business will always evolve and change with you. You don't have to have it all figured out from the very beginning. Start with something and then flow from there and learn to love the process of refining and evolving your business because that's what it means to be in business. Business is a journey. Find joy in the journey. Celebrate all the wins along the way. Because there is no final destination. There is only the journey and we've got to enjoy the journey. Mindset is always such a big piece of the puzzle too. And it's something that I've always, always supported my clients with. It's always been a part of my work from day dot in my business, whether it was in one of my very first workshops or when I was life coaching or now as a business coach, mindset is a thread that is deeply embedded in my work. And what I've found is that action always moves the mindset forward better than anything else. That's reflection number six for you. Action moves the mindset forward better than anything else. As I mentioned earlier, I don't want people to feel that their only choice in life is to live a bland, mediocre, boring as fuck life because they're worried what everyone else will think or they're scared of doing something different and new. Fear is always going to come along for the ride. But if you are privileged enough to have the option, why choose mediocre? And whatever that means for you, right? My version of mediocre will be different to yours. My version of what constitutes a joyful, fulfilling life will be different to yours. My version of a successful business will be different to yours, exactly as it should be. But don't let fear or self-doubt or any other mindset bullshit hold you back from living the life of your dreams and building a business that you love. Action always moves the mindset forward better than anything else. So take action through the fear. Don't let fear hold you back. So that brings me to today, 32 years old. I'm now a mum, a mum of two. I can't believe that. A Facebook memory came up the other day with a photo of me and two friends in the UK on my gap year a whole 14 years ago. And I said to them, I don't feel old enough for this to be 14 years ago. (laughs) And one of them said to me, Beck, you're married with two kids. And my response was, I don't feel old enough for that statement to be true either. (laughs) Time is a very, very weird thing. And I'm sure it just gets weirder as you get older. But Becoming a mama has just been one of the most beautiful, challenging, life-affirming, upside-down and inside-out experiences ever. So this is reflection number seven. Being a mama has really changed the game for me. Parenting is relentless and never-ending, but it's also heart-exploding and so, 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 so precious. It's literally everything all at once. The hardest thing you'll ever do, but also the best. And when they say the days are long, but the years are short, it is so true. Time is weird and nothing will make that more apparent than having small humans in your life. 
And in this season, my business has taken on more meaning. My why for my business has expanded. It's now about creating a life and legacy for my kiddos, showing them what's possible, building something for them and for us, something that gives me more time and flexibility to be the mum that I want to be. And even though it means sometimes I'm stretched more than I'd like to be, and I definitely don't get it right, I would choose this life And I would choose this business again and again. The path of a spiritual business owner of an online entrepreneur can be incredibly, incredibly lonely. Pouring your heart and soul into your business, showing up day after day to share your magic and your medicine with the world. It can be incredibly raw and vulnerable. So I see you. I feel you in that so, so much. If I can reflect on one of the best decisions I've ever made in my business, it was to invest in a business coach. It was to be a part of a mastermind with others walking this same path. Yes, my business has grown as a result, but more than that, having a coach, having peers who I trust with shared values, who I can lean on and reach out to for support as I walk this path. That is everything. That is everything. I'm 32 years into this experience of life. I'm seven years into this business journey and almost four years into being a mama. And I am so freaking lucky. Yes, I've created this for myself, but I'm also incredibly, incredibly privileged. And I think it's really, really important to say that. And I am so, so grateful every single day. So thank you for being here on this ride with me. I am so, so grateful to you for being here and listening into the podcast, whether it's every week or just occasionally tuning into the episodes that call to you. I so, so appreciate you. If you had told little Beck that she would one day be recording a weekly podcast with hundreds of people listening in, she would have scoffed at you. And not just because she wouldn't have known what a podcast was, but because she was certain she knew what her path would be. And it wasn't that lucky for her, she would make some excellent decisions and she would land exactly where she was meant to be. This or something better. That's what I always say when manifesting and outsourcing to the universe, this or something better, please. And thank you. (laughs) I feel like that's where I'm going to leave you today. This has been an incredibly self-indulgent episode, at least more so than usual, I feel. But I'm hoping that you've taken something away from it, some little snippet of inspiration, something sparked within you, a moment of realization for yourself or your business. That is my hope anyway. As always, I would love to hear from you if you enjoyed this episode today. You're also very welcome to come and wish me a happy birthday. I love birthdays, my birthday in particular, I won't lie. So you can find me on Instagram at beck.casillo. Come and send me a DM. Let me know what resonated most for you today. Did you learn something new about me or did you learn something new about you? Maybe let me know. I would love to know. Thanks as always for tuning in. When you hear from me next week, I will be another year older. I hope you have a absolutely magical week and I'll see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast.